in a world where I'm as sick as a dog, but you couldn't stop me from talking about Star Wars, since I have the day off work anyway, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Star Wars trailer. It's me, your host, John Reed. I'm by myself this time because, well, the rest of the guys are at work, and I am ridiculously sick, so I'm staying home today. Um, you might notice, might notice that my voice sounds a little deeper than usual. I figured this is a good time to record because then this is when you get, really get the, like the, uh, the James Earl Jones, the, um, the, the really deep voice. Sometimes when I sing like this, which I'm not going to do, I sound a lot like Kenny Rogers, so, um, but I won't do that to you this time. Anyway, the Star Wars Force Awakens trailer dropped last night uh, during halftime of the Monday Night Football game, uh, the first time in a football game that so many nerds all across the galaxy were screaming at a football game, although not for cheering on a team. They just wanted halftime to, to get here so they could see the trailer. So the trailer dropped. The trailer, I'll give you my opinion right away, awesome. I can't wait to see this movie. I, I've now watched the trailer. I don't even know how many times. Um, I'm ready to go. So I've already bought my tickets. I, everything's all good. So I'm all set for this. Um, but what I wanted to do was I wanted to go through the trailer and just kind of step-by-step step walk through some of it. I'm going to give you a warning right, up, right off the bat here. I'm not going to go through any spoilers. I have tried to stay as spoiler-free as possible beyond what's in the posters, what's been officially announced by Lucasfilm and Disney, uh, what's been in the trailers. That's all I have to go off of. I have not even read any of the books yet. Um, my son and I are going to start reading that, uh, the, the Aftermath book that's supposed to take place between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Um, we're going to be reading that starting probably today or so. But I'm not going to get into any of that stuff. Anything that I talk about here is purely my speculation based on the trailers, based on the posters that have come out, based on any announcements that Lucasfilm has made with regard to casting and things like that. So I'm not going to get into a whole bunch of spoilers. I don't. I try not to listen to them. I want to go in as spoiler-free as possible to see this movie. So that's what we're doing here. So if you hear me say something and you say, oh, no, don't give that away, don't give that away, if you don't want any of it, you may want to come back and listen later. Okay, but um, I'm not giving anything away other than my own speculation, my own guesses. Uh, so I don't know anything. I, I'm not a Lucasfilm insider as much as I wish I could be. Um, I don't know. So this is all me guessing. This is all educated guesswork. All right. Without further ado, what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to play the audio for the trailer. We'll listen to that, and then I will we'll go through and we'll take a step-by-step -step look at some of the things in the trailer that you might have missed because there were some things that went by pretty quickly. Who are you? I'm no one. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. There are stories about what happened. It's true. 
to you. So cool. So cool. I realize my voice, since I'm sick, kind of sounds a little bit like Kylo Ren, so I will finish this podcast that I've started. Um, first of all, I first thing, I mean, just let the force in. Come on. Let it in. It's not like it's a vampire. It's okay to let it in. You, you know, I guess you can then revoke your invitation later if it needs to go away. Um, but just absolutely love this trailer. Most of the trailers, I'll say teasers, up to this point, Really haven't given us anything uh, story-wise. I mean, they've shown us some great visuals. We haven't even heard the characters speak up to this point. Uh, so this is one of the first times that we hear um, Daisy Ridley, um, Ray. The first time we hear John Boyega speaking. Um, a few more words from Han. So let's go ahead and go back. Start from the beginning, and we're going to go through. I've, I've got a whole bunch of note he- notes here that I took um, on the trailer itself. Um, so if you are not as well versed in Star Wars or Star Wars The Force Awakens, welcome. Um, and I know that there are some other podcasts out there that are going to do a very in-depth look at this trailer. Um, I will tell you a couple in particular once we get done with this because I want you to listen to me first. Um, but there's another great one out there and, and I'm sure um, I think they have all kinds of uh, celebrities and guest hosts that have come on, come on with them. So, um, But I will, I'll let you know where that is at the end of this episode. Uh, first of all, This is the trailer for Star Wars The Force Awakens. It was released on Monday, October 19th, 2015. The movie is directed by J.J. Abrams, produced by Kathleen Kennedy and a whole bunch of other people at Lucasfilm, written by Lawrence Kasdan, who also did uh, screenplays for Return of the Jedi. J.J. Abrams and Michael Arndt is also given some writing credit there, as well as George Lucas for the characters. Music by John Williams. And when we get to the point where I'm going to talk about the music in this trailer... Oh, man. Okay. Anyway, I, that soundtrack needs to come out now. I know it's not coming out until the day the movie comes out, but it needs to be now. Starring Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, um, who we didn't really see in the trailer except for maybe his arm. So we'll, we'll see what's going on. Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Carrie Fisher as Leia. Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Kenny Baker as R2-D2. And if you're not familiar with Star Wars and the actors, those are all the same original actors. Kenny Baker has always been inside the R2-D2 uh, suit or uh, robot, as you, if you will, um, except for in some of the prequels. Um, and then Carrie Fisher, Hansel, uh, Harrison Ford, all those folks, they're back. Um, so then we get to the new people. Domhnall Gleeson as General Hux. We didn't see him in this trailer, uh, but we have in one of the previous trailers. Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones as Captain Phasma. We did see her very briefly in this trailer. Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron, the one we see usually as the X-Wing pilot. Daisy Ridley as Rey the Scavenger. Uh, John Boyega as Finn, the Stormtrooper. Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. Andy Serkis as Supreme Leader Snoke, which we may see briefly in one of the scenes on the snowy planet uh, where he's addressing a crowd of stormtroopers. Max von Sydow is a character that has not been named yet, so we don't know who he's playing, but a very big name uh, classical actor that is um, you know, going to be playing a part in this movie. So you'd think it would be something you know, fairly big. Um, Lupita Nyong'o is Maz Kanata. And um, I think I have not heard her voice enough to know. 
But if I had to guess that that may be her voice that is doing some of the other narration, you know, asking the question, who are you? And at the end, talking about the force, I don't know her voice well enough uh, to know if that's her, but that's what I would assume. So let's get into it. So the first few scenes we've got are Ray is scavenging in a crashed ship. We hear the voice come over and say, who are you? Then we have a a scene of Ray and BB-8 walking and rolling away, respectively, into the sand. So we know that we're on the planet Jakku. And that's been mentioned several times. It's in the, I believe it's in the Battlefront uh, video game. And it's been mentioned a few times that this planet that they're on is not Tatooine, that it's called Jakku. Granted, it could be J.J. Abrams doing one of his, he's not Khan, he's not Khan. No, Okay, he's Khan, that he did in the Star Trek Into Darkness movie. But it seems like this is going to be a different planet called Jakku and not Tatooine, even though they look almost exactly the same. Then we see a ship take off in the distance and the foot of an AT-AT in the foreground. Those AT-ATs, if you remember from Empire Strikes Back, were the big walkers that were tripped up when they wrapped the tow cables around their legs and and tripped them up uh, in their snow speeders. It looks like one of the feet, almost like one of the toes of an AT-AT walker that's fallen down on its side. And I believe in an interview or a photo that I saw released um, that that is possibly a location where uh, Ray makes her home. So um, this is something that has been mentioned in the past that maybe she lives in the wreckage of one of these larger ships that happened, um, shipwrecks that occurred because of the Battle of Jakku which is supposed to be based on, I think, the video game and a couple of other things that have been mentioned. It's supposed to be a large battle that happens sometime between uh, Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. So not exactly sure when, again, because I have not read the novelization of uh, Star Wars Aftermath yet, and I really haven't tried. I really didn't want to get too far into any kind of spoilery things, so not sure if that's true. Ray then, a voiceover of Ray, comes in and responds, I'm no one, and then we get a picture of Ray kind of looking pensive, Then we get the Lucasfilm logo, and we have some stormtroopers listening to what I would assume is Supreme Leader Snoke. That's Andy Serkis' character. Um, With a name like Supreme Leader, you would assume that that would be the person speaking to a group of stormtroopers. Um, They are possibly on Starkiller Base. Um, Starkiller Base, from what I've been able to piece together, again, being trying to be as spoiler-free as possible, is the new weapon that the First Order has. Um, reminiscent, it looks reminiscent of a Death Star. Uh, if you saw the poster that came out um, just a few days ago, there was the new official poster, and in the top right-hand corner, there's something that looks like a Death Star, but it also looks like it's built into a snowy planet. So if we can assume that this snow planet that kind of is reminiscent of Hoth from the old movies... If we can assume that this snow planet is Starkiller Base, and there are some of the toys and action figures that came out with uh, snow gear, like there were extra little armor pieces they could put on, um, and they were kind of cold weather, snowy type things, um, those action figures were referred to as the Starkiller Base. Uh, I think Finn and Ray maybe had some action figures that were called Starkiller Base, uh, Finn and Ray. So we're going to assume that that's the Starkiller Base. If it's called Starkiller, then we can also assume that this is a big weapon that's been built into a planet that will destroy something huge. Um, and so we'll, we'll get to that here in just a second. Then we have John Boyega's character, Finn. Uh, we hear a voiceover saying, I was raised to do one thing. Then we see the Finn removes his Stormtrooper helmet. Um, it looks like it might have a blood smear on it or something. We've seen this from the other trailers. Uh, something 
has obviously happened. There was footage from another trailer or behind-the-scenes piece that was released um, earlier in the year that shows a stormtrooper escorting Poe Dameron on one of the First Order ships. So it's possible that maybe this is where they make some kind of an escape or... You know, Finn is convinced that the life of a stormtrooper is not for him, and uh, so he needs to do something else. But we're just not sure yet. So some ties explode, uh, or the tie explodes, and heads towards the surface of Jakku, whether that's a tie that was shot down. uh, Not sure. We just kind of see it explode and and spiral down towards the surface. Uh, We see Finn standing with Poe Dameron's jacket. We're maybe kind of assuming that because it's the same kind of brown jacket that Poe Dameron tends to wear, kind of a pilot's jacket. Um, It's also the same uh, jacket that he shows up with in... uh, some of the action figures that I've seen or some of the other pictures. So it's very reminiscent of that. And then we hear the voiceover, but I've got nothing to fight for. And then again, that's Finn's uh, voiceover. Then some new music comes in. It's the music kind of swells up and uh, you see Kylo Ren watching the firing of a Starkiller base, possibly. We see that that red uh, blast kind of coming across the window um, of the, maybe he's in a First Order Star Destroyer. And then you have the Kylo Ren voiceover, nothing will stand in our way, I will finish, and then it shows the scene of Darth Vader's helmet charred, uh, what you started. Now, there's been all kinds of speculation as to what Kylo Ren's motivations are, uh, and even who he is. Um, Again, this is all, this is speculation, if you don't want to hear it, I would go ahead and stop now, Um, but I'm going to do a little speculating, a little uh, educated guesswork here. I'm wondering if Kylo Ren is in some way related to um, the Skywalkers because not only is he obsessed with Darth Vader, I just get the feeling, especially watching it um, this time with the trailer, you know, the I will finish what you started. It's almost like it's a, and I don't know, this this may just be my opinions and, and, and my wishful thinking or whatever it might be kind of tied into this whole thing. But it's almost like he is a, you know, maybe the grandchild of Darth Vader, the grandchild of Anakin Skywalker, and that he's got this, you know, overdeveloped sense of reverence for his grandfather that was evil, um, you know, that he respects him and that he respects what he did in the galaxy, like trying to... um, you know, trying to keep order and trying to, you know, because that was the whole thing with the empire was it was order, order through fear, but it was all about making people uh, see that this way is right. And this is the best way to keep order and, and peace in the galaxy. So that's my speculation is that in some way, shape or form, he is a grandchild of Darth Vader, of Anakin Skywalker, um, in some way related to him. Because it just seems, just it almost seemed like the way he said that, I will finish what you started. You know, not that it's just somebody who's obsessed with Darth Vader, um, but that maybe there's more of a tie there than just some kind of strange obsession. So that's my guess with the whole Kylo Ren thing. Then we see Kylo Ren torturing uh, Poe Dameron, using the force on him or torturing him in some way. Then it cuts to a scene of a forest exploding. And if you look quickly, this looks to be a forest with some snow on the ground in front of it. So we don't know exactly whether this is the firing of the Starkiller base, if that's indeed what it is. We don't know if it's the destruction of the Starkiller base, um, or if it's the Starkiller base has fired at another planet, and that's that planet exploding. So 
in some of the other scenes with the what may be the Starkiller base, we mostly just see mountains. We don't see a whole lot of forests. So there's no guarantee necessarily that, you know, there could be snow on other planets. It doesn't mean that this is just, you know, the only planet that has snow on it. So it's possible that this is the Starkiller base blowing up another planet somewhere. Not sure. Um, it's interesting, the whole thing with the different planets, that we are going to see several different planets in here. We, we do have the, um, <clears throat> you know, we have the, the desert planet of Jakku. We have the more forested planet. Um, I don't necessarily know what that one is yet. I haven't read anything that's, that says uh, what the name of that one is. And then we've got um, the snowy planet of what is possibly the Starkiller base. So we've got several different locations here. Um, we do have some other scenes that are, it's almost a little too dark to be able to tell. Some of the scenes where it's dark and it's raining, that could possibly be on another planet somewhere. Not sure. Um, <clears throat> but at this point, we do have at least the three main locations that have shown up in the trailer. So when the forest explodes, one of the interesting things is, is here we start to get some of the new music. And the music really kind of starts to swell up. And you get this, and, and it's I love the way that they've redone this. I really hope that this is not just for the trailer, that this is in the movie itself. It's Han and Leia's theme from Empire Strikes Back. And as it starts to play up, you know, normally you would think of this, you know, it's more of a love theme. It's not um, where you've got ships flying by, things exploding. But I love the way that they've done it. I love the way they've used it to really <clears throat> kind of make you think back. You know, because while this is playing, um, it's you see some ties chasing the Falcon through some ruined ships, possibly on Jakku. Um, Ray says there are stories about what happened. And you hear Han say, it's true. Then you see Finn, Ray, and Han in the Falcon. And Han says, all of it. And then shows the Falcon in hyperspace. But as all this is going on, it's playing Han and Leia's theme. And it's almost kind of this reminiscent of, hey, you know what? Maybe this information has been lost. Maybe nobody knows that Luke Skywalker was around and that he blew up the Death Star. That was way off in the corner of the galaxy in the Endor system. So there's no guarantee that the rest of the galaxy knows who Luke Skywalker is or that he destroyed Darth Vader and destroyed the Emperor. It's very, very possible that when all this happened, uh, the Empire, and this would kind of explain why the Rebellion didn't win um, after Return of the Jedi, that there's still a war going on. It's possible that the rest of the Empire just said, hey, look, let's cover this up and, and let's you know, have some kind of explanation so that the rest of the galaxy doesn't fall apart. We did see some of the major locations celebrating at the end of Return of the Jedi, and we saw in Coruscant that they were tearing down the Emperor's statue and, and all of that, but there's no, there's no guarantee that that's how everything ended. Um, my son and I just finished reading the novelization of Return of the Jedi, which was done back before or around the time of the movie, so 1982, 1983. And um, the last line of the book is something like the Alliance was triumphant or the Alliance had long lived the Alliance, something like that, which then is almost kind of sad because then you, um, you know, then you find out that, well, here it is 30 years later and there almost is no Alliance, that they're still fighting against the Empire. So that could be something kind of interesting, too. And, and I love how the music uh, with the Han and Leia's theme and how it's been redone is kind of hearkening back to, um, you know, what, what that time was and, and what we recall from those old stories. And maybe that's what Finn and Ray are learning about for the first time. Now, here's some other speculation. The way Han is speaking, they've cut up the speech here. So what he's saying is it's true, all of it. And then he goes into, and we'll come back to this later, but he mentions the dark side, 
a Jedi, and they're real. And almost the way he says that, it makes me think that they've been cut out of a longer piece of dialogue. That maybe they're being put together in a different way in this trailer to throw us off the scent of something. Um, You know, maybe he's, is he revealing that one of the other main new characters is one of his offspring? Is he, I don't know, is he revealing something else? Is is the story of the Jedi, is the story of what happened in Star Wars Empire and, and Jedi something that was kept under wraps and the galaxy doesn't know about and he's revealing that uh, to these characters so that they, you know, that they know that these rumors are true? There's all kinds of different things this could possibly be, but it does sound to me like almost the way the, some of the words were said that they did uh, splice them up, they did cut them out and put them out of context um, so that it just kind of sounded good for this trailer. I don't know if that's the case, but that's just kind of a guess of mine, particularly in the way Han says, a Jedi. It's almost like it's it's a different piece of dialogue that it may not necessarily go with the rest of it. I could be totally wrong and could be reading into this way too much, but that's just a thought. So then we have the, Hal- the Falcon uh, going through hyperspace, and then we have the big words, this Christmas. And then it swells up with a new version of the Ben Kenobi theme or the Force theme, uh, a little bit of a darker, more, um, you know, kind of a more triumphant, much much more uh, oh, bombastic version of the Force theme. And then we have Kylo Ren and what could possibly be, um, they mentioned in an article, uh, where they interviewed, I think it was J.J. Abrams, they talk about the Knights of Ren. So that maybe Ren is not his last name. Um, maybe it's a title like Darth, like Darth Vader and Darth Maul and all these other Darths from the Star Wars movies, that maybe Ren is part of the Knights of Ren. Because when you see this, and I saw it very quickly in the trailer last night, it looked like they were stormtroopers in black armor. But then when I went and watched the trailer again and slowed it down, They look like, uh, if you've seen online anywhere, some of the concept art for what Kylo Ren would look like, that's what these guys look like. It looks like different variations of his armor. Some of them, their their helmets or their faceplates look almost more like Boba Fett and Jango Fett, a little bit more of a Mandalorian armor, um, if you've seen those before. But it's kind of a variation of of Kylo Ren and Darth Vader and Mandalorian. So there's all kinds of stuff going on here. But that's one of the scenes where they're standing there in the rain. Kylo Ren is the only one that has a lightsaber. The others seem to be holding some kind of weapons, but he's the only one that has that lightsaber. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means he's the leader of this group, of the Knights of Ren, um, and why the rest of them wouldn't have lightsabers. Not sure. So as we'll see... We'll see that when the time comes. Um, Then we have a shot of some X-Wings, some stormtroopers defending against the X-Wings that are coming to attack. We have some X-Wing and TIE Fighter dogfights. Then we have Han continuing his dialogue, the dark side. We see Poe Dameron and Finn by an X-Wing, a Jedi, and it says that as we see Finn um, passing by. Finn's got a very serious look on his face, too. It's, It's not like a, you know, yay, we're in the rebellion or we're in the resistance. Let's go off and fight these guys. It's almost like an angry look on his face. So not sure what that is. Um, then we see an explosion on Jakku, uh, by Finn, Ray and BB eight. So that's kind of going back to when the three of them were together on the desert planet. Then we see, um, Han, Ray, Finn and BB eight walking into some type of a courtyard by this large red droid. Um, they seem to be walking in and almost looks like the droid is walking out and there are flags flying, very colorful flags flying from the, uh, the front of this kind of courtyard wall with a big door uh, with an entrance right there. 
one interesting thing is there is a flag flying the Mandalorian symbol. That's the symbol that Boba Fett has marked on the side of his armor um, in the original Star Wars movies. So that's something where some people have speculated, and that flag seems to be kind of front and center right there. So some people have speculated, will Boba Fett show up in this movie? I don't know, because that's something where they've already announced that they're doing a Boba Fett movie, and there have been rumors about who's playing Boba Fett in that Boba Fett movie. So depending on how they decide to do that, I don't know. Um, so, But that's something that could it just could be a flag that's there, and they threw it in as a little Easter egg for the fans. Um, but that was something that I noticed um, right away when I was watching it. And then Han continues by saying, they're real. So he's his voiceover again, he says, it's true, all of it. The dark side, a Jedi, they're real. And then as he says they're real, we see what could be Luke's hand on R2. And we haven't seen Luke yet up to this point in any of the trailers. This is about the closest we've seen. If this is Luke, it is a mechanical hand on a hooded, cloaked figure um, reaching out to touch R2-D2. So it's always possible that that is Luke. Um I can't imagine that it would be anybody else, but um, it may not be. It could be something they're trying to, to throw us off the off the scent here. Then we see a First Order shuttle landing. We see Captain Phasma walking in with some troopers. We see Kylo Ren striking down with his lightsaber. And these are all coming pretty quickly now in the trailer. We see Rey crying next to someone on the ground. Now, here's where a little more speculation comes in. She's sitting there on the ground crying next to someone who appears to be wearing a brown jacket. Now, there are a few people in here that are wearing brown jackets or something close to a brown jacket, um, and the person seems to have a little bit longer hair. So if we want to go speculation time again, this is It Looks Like the Forest, where in some of the other trailers we've seen Finn getting out his lightsaber and fighting with Kylo Ren. Now, the only problem is Finn does not have long hair. So if this person is on the ground in a brown jacket with what looks like longer hair, it's not clear because it's, it's a little fuzzy and it's in the foreground of the trailer. Um, it doesn't look like it's Finn. So some other thoughts are it could be Poe Dameron. He's the X-Wing pilot and he does at different times have a brown jacket that he wears. Um, it could be Han Solo. He is wearing a darker jacket. It doesn't seem like it's brown. It seems like it's more of a black a jacket, maybe I'll have, to, I'll have to go back and watch it one more time. Um, but it could be him, possibly. Um, could be Luke. I don't know. It, maybe there's. It looks to be more of a leather jacket uh, type thing. Could be that it's a Jedi robe. It could be that it's maybe Luke wears a brown leather jacket underneath his Jedi robes, or maybe he changes into a jacket at some point in the movie. Um, so we don't really know. But it just seems to be. Some people have said that it looks like Chewbacca's hair. I don't think it's Chewbacca because it does look like there's somebody wearing a jacket that's right there. But whoever it is, they're on the ground. They are clearly, at the very least, hurt. Um, and Ray is crying. And it does look to be the same forest where we've seen scenes of um, Kylo Ren igniting his lightsaber in the, in the first teaser trailer. Um, and then in some of the others where we've seen him and Finn uh, start to battle uh, in, the, in the kind of snowy forest. So I'm not quite sure. Who's there that's on the ground, but there's some things we can speculate about. Uh, Han, Chewie, and Finn look captured in the next scene, but they lower their hands. So it, at first it looks like they're, it's almost the, uh, um, 
the walker, the Imperial walker thing in Return of the Jedi when the walker walks up and Han thinks he's been captured, but then Chewie's head pops out uh, and they get the idea to break into the bunker on Endor. Um, it looks a little bit like that, like they think they've been captured, but then they lower their hands because it's not really what they thought it was. So that's kind of the look on their faces there. Then we have a voice come back, and it may be the same voice at the beginning of the trailer, but I'm still not sure. Um, but it seems to be a woman's voice saying, The Force, it's calling to you. And then we see BB-8 in the back of an X-Wing, possibly Poe Dameron's, in an attack on what is possibly Starkiller Base. We see some X-Wings flying toward what looks like a trench in the middle of the planet. So if they're going to go with another Death Star trench kind of thing, um, but do it on this Starkiller base, if that's what it is, then uh, that's looking very reminiscent of that. So we have some stormtroopers unloading from a transport while some firing is going on. We have Ray looking very furious, um, firing a what looks almost looks like a shotgun, like a sawed-off shotgun blaster or something like that. We see some X-Wings blow up some troopers. Um, Kylo does his talk to the hand, maybe a force push thing. We see some ties chasing the Falcon through a ship, most likely back on Jakku. We see the what looks like the inside of a First Order ship exploding. I did happen to see a little mouse droid in there, so that the little ones that go along the ground in the, the Death Star. So that's what makes me think it may be a First Order ship. Um, we see Leia and Han. This is really the first time we see uh, Leia's face in any of the trailers, and she's not looking too happy. So Han is is holding her, giving her a hug, and she does not look uh, very thrilled. Um, looks kind of sad. So not quite sure what's going on there, but um, again, in a couple of months we'll find out. Then we have a scene of Finn igniting his lightsaber. And uh, Kylo Ren without his helmet. So if you notice that real quick, it's actually his hair. So at some point he takes off his helmet uh, to, to have this lightsaber fight with Finn. Um, we don't know if that's if he's if he's revealing his identity to someone for some particular reason or I don't know what's going on. So it's always possible that uh, there is some kind of reason that he's taken his helmet off, probably not that it's just been knocked off his head, but um, that he was taking it off for some kind of a reason to reveal who he is and that his identity, along with some of the other characters' identities, um, you know, may, may be something that we haven't been told yet or something that hasn't been revealed to us yet. Um, <clears throat> the interesting thing is, is that Finn here is, uh, he looks very nervous. Uh, he's actually backing off a little bit uh, as Kylo Ren is coming toward him. And then we get the voiceover uh, as it kind of fades to black and says, just let it in. So that's the continuation of the force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. And then we see the title card for Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Um, so that's it. And that's the trailer. Now, there's a couple of things in here that, again, I'm going to go a little speculation wild on you, um, that have made me question some of the things I've seen in other trailers. And I know that J.J. Abrams, he does like to try to throw people off a little bit. He likes to throw a curveball in there. Um, you know, who would have thought in the Star Trek movie that he would blow up Vulcan in the very first Star Trek movie? Spoiler alert, by the way. Um and then in the second movie, if you haven't seen Star Trek Into Darkness, there was the leaked information that Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be playing the character of Khan. And then you go through the movie and he keeps calling himself, I think it was John Harrison, um, and he keeps calling himself that and keeps calling himself that. And then finally he says, no, my, that's not my name. My name is Khan. And, you know, it was kind of a, well, okay. Um, so J.J. Abrams does like to throw curveballs in there. He does like to try to 
hide things and then have big reveals in his movie, whether that worked out or not in the Star Trek movie, I would say not. Um, but he's done a decent job this so far of not revealing if Ray or Finn have last names that we don't know of. And, and are they Skywalker? Are they solo? Are they, I don't know. So that whole piece of, you know, who is, who is who and who might possibly be related to who we just don't know yet. One of the interesting pieces to this is with the, when I took my kids out to go get the action figures, and of course I bought some myself, so I'm not just going to say, you know, I bought them for my kids, but um, one of the interesting thing was there's no character that comes with a lightsaber in any of the action figures. And at that point in time, they had shown, I think it was the very short Instagram uh, teaser that came out where for the very first time they show uh, Finn igniting the blue lightsaber. Okay, and the assumption is that that's the same blue lightsaber that is handed to maybe what looks like Leia um, in one of the earlier teasers. And if that's the case, then it's the lightsaber that looks almost identical, if not totally identical, to the one that Luke Skywalker had in the beginning of um, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and the one that he loses when he gets his hand chopped off. This is also the lightsaber that Anakin would have had um, back when he was a Jedi in episode three. So if this is the same lightsaber and it somehow ends up with Finn, what I'm wondering is, and again, pure speculation here, what I'm wondering is, what if Finn is not the Jedi? What if he assumes that maybe he's the Jedi, that he feels like this is supposed to be his calling or something? And what if it's not him? What if it actually ends up being Rey instead? Um, She has shown front and center on the uh, new poster for the movie and more and more I'm, I'm seeing more stuff with her and I've actually seen a little bit more with her than I have with Finn. So, you know, in some of the coloring books that my kids have picked up and things like that. So to me, that's kind of interesting. None of the action figures came with a lightsaber. So it's almost that, well, we don't want to give away, you know, we don't want to have you go out and buy the toy and say, Oh, wait a minute, Finn comes with a lightsaber or Ray comes with a lightsaber. I'm wondering if that's a thing that they're trying to keep hidden. And then when it comes time for the movie, we get some kind of a reveal that, um, you know, Finn is not necessarily the Jedi. Maybe they both are. Uh, but that Finn is not necessarily the Jedi just because he's been the one carrying the lightsaber or we see him igniting the lightsaber in the trailers. Maybe it's Rey. Maybe something happens and, and she realizes that she is the first, she is the one that is hearing the calling of the Force um, and then... You know, go from there. There are a couple of lines of dialogue that I think were, uh, they had put up somewhere and it was one of the toys and it was a Kylo Ren toy that spoke some lines from the movie. And if I remember correctly, the lines were something like, um, don't tell me you're really just a scavenger. So for some reason, I mean, Ray is the one that's a scavenger here. So for some reason there's, he has an interaction with her. Um, Kylo Ren has an inter- interaction with Ray and there's some kind of other, this is on some kind of other level between the two of them. So for some reason, he has some interest in her. And it has to be more than that she's just some scavenger from this uh, backwater planet called Jakku. So there's something else going on there. Well, that's it. That has been uh, that was my review of the Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer. I really cannot wait to see this movie. Um, what we're going to try to do is when it comes time for the movie to come out, I'm probably going to see it two or three times uh, on opening day. But what we're going to try to do is we'll try to record an episode uh, in December um, of our reactions to the movie. Um, 
And we'll be able to know more about the music and some of the other stuff at that point because it'll come out on that date as well. Um, but so this is this has been the review of the Star Wars Force Awakens trailer. I did mention earlier that there are some other spots that I'm sure we'll be doing a review of this trailer. Uh, one in particular that I listen to pretty regularly is Rebel Force Radio. If you're not listening to Rebel Force Radio and you're a Star Wars fan, you need to go over and start listening to, listening to them right now. Um, my podcast is not a purely Star Wars podcast as much as I could probably sit once a week and talk about Star Wars. Um, theirs is purely Star Wars, and I cannot recommend them enough. Um, there's the Rebel Force radio show. The two that I primarily listen to, they have some good ones where they go through and they talk about um, episodes of Rebels, um, the Disney cartoon, and they have some other shows as well. But the two that I listen to are Rebel Force Radio, the main show uh, with Jimmy Mack uh, from Chicago, you know, here in my neck of the woods in northern Illinois, um, and then Jason Swank. And they their show is great. It's it's a Star Wars news show, uh, news commentary um, all kinds of stuff. They have such amazing access to some of the people at Lucasfilm. And I mean, they, it's ridiculous the amount of people that, that they get on their show. And I think they're doing a review. In fact, I think I just saw them on my iPhone this morning. They did a review right after the trailer came out and they got some celebrities to come on. They got uh, Sam Witwer, who was in the, uh, he played the the character of Starkiller in the Force Unleashed video games and was also a voice actor in the Clone Wars. Um, and they've got a few other people involved in Star Wars and Star Wars fan community to come on and talk about the trailer. They also have an amazing show. If you have not checked this one out, you have to. It's called Star Wars Oxygen. And it just, they, they go through, and it's usually a once a month show, um, and they go through and they talk about the music uh, of John Williams in the movies. And I have learned so much. I'm not a musical person at all. And I have learned so much by listening to that show of just how intricate and how much work goes into um, the music that John Williams creates and you know how he's paying homage to all of these old composers and, and just it's just amazing um, you know the work that goes into this that the average person is not aware of so go check out those shows if you haven't um, and I'm sure uh, one of my other friends Steve Glosson uh, who is on geek out loud um, I'm sure he is probably going to be doing a review of this as well if he hasn't already uh, in fact, he may have been on the Rebel Force Radio one. I'll go take a listen and see. But um, he's also got another great show, Geek Out Loud. And um, within that, he's got a whole network of shows related to um, rock music and wrestling and, and all kinds of stuff. So you go check out his Geek Out Loud show as well. Well, where can you find more about us? Well, you can go to Twitter and go to at 30 podcast. Uh, tweet us there. You can go to Facebook. We're on Facebook.com slash 30 podcast. If you want to see our uh, page directly through our, our Podbean provider, it's the30podcast.podbean.com. There's also a link there that you can click on that says Be My Patron, and that's if you want to support the show directly. Um, it doesn't cost a lot for us to put the show together, but there is a little bit of a cost for hosting and other things each month. So if you like what you're hearing and you feel like you'd like to donate, um, that is a monthly donation. So um, even just the smallest amount, even even a dollar a month uh, would help us towards some of the costs of putting the show together. So if you like what you're hearing, 
that's there. That's available. Um, we also have a voicemail line because podcasting is an audio medium. We would like to hear your comments and we'd love to hear your comments and not just read them on the show. So if you have any comments for us, you can get them to us through either Twitter or Facebook. But if you'd like to call in, um, our number is 872-35-MOVIE. That's 872-35-MOVIE. If you want the numbers for that, it's 872-356-6843. Well, that's going to do it for the 30-something movie podcast. We are going to be back next time, actually later this week, with our episode on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, Then we've got uh, James Bond of You to a Kill, the movie Spies Like Us. And then coming up later in the month of November, uh, we've got our next four movies. will be Ran, Enemy Mine, Cocoon, and Romero's Day of the Dead. So if you've got any feedback or any uh, memories of seeing those movies or anything you'd like to share with us that we can, um, we can share out on the air on the show, um, please f- feel free to get in touch with us. We have already recorded the episodes for Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, View to a Kill, and Spies Like Us. We have not yet recorded uh, Ran, Enemy Mine, Cocoon, or Day of the Dead. However, if you do have some feedback on those other shows we've already recorded, I would absolutely be happy to um, fly those in there and edit those into the episode, um, even though we've already got that recorded and, and be able to include that in there for you. So this has been the review of the Star Wars The Force Awakens trailer. I hope you enjoyed it. Go check out some of those other shows. Those are uh, some good friends or, or some great places for if you want more Star Wars information. Um, Otherwise, we will see you back here next time for another great uh, Harrison Ford, George Lucas action movie, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Look for that coming in about another day or so. The Force will be with you always.